won a chance to win at over $3,000 in prizes. It's free. Go to the Paddle and Fin Facebook page. Fill out our Spring Madness bracket. We got matches between all the hosts here at Paddle and Fin. And we added Josh Smith from the Dark Waters Kayak Fishing Podcast. We're going to battle it out. Uh, live streams will be every Sunday. So you could follow along on your bracket to see how you're doing every Sunday morning between 8 and noon, your local time. And the top seven places of the brackets are going to have a chance at huge prizes. We got Orion coolers, catch products, never lost tethers, flip it ID holders, angler button, a chance at a black pack or a Chinook PFD, $50 gift card to South Mountain Media, TRC covers, boss buffs. We got um, a rack net, yak gadget, Robohawk, biz baits, wicked weights, she angler custom baits. I mean, guys, the list is long. Go fill out your bracket, either send it in to the Paddle and Fin Facebook page or email it to paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com for your chance to win today. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of Off the Water. I'm your host, JP, and this is going to be the initial uh, information for traveling across the country. We're going to be looking at destinations that hold great fisheries, and when you're done fishing them, we're going to tell you what to do while you're off the water. A little bit about myself, uh, I've been fishing just like everybody else since I could walk. The minute I could hold a fishing pole in my hand, I was out on the water. Uh, grew up fishing northern Illinois and southwest Michigan. Uh, my partner was my cousin and still is for the longest for uh, fishing. Fished out of everything from a plastic Coleman to an actual bass boat and now into kayaks. Currently, I'm paddling a Predator PDL, and then uh, when I'm not uh, in my kayak, I'm on the pontoon out in Michigan fishing. So, an array of vessels. The uh, other than that, my job allows me to travel. So while I'm traveling, I'm checking out a bunch of different destinations and things to do around there. Um, a lot of what I like to do is look for different breweries, distilleries, and odds and end attractions, whatever the town may hold. So this is why we're going to be doing this segment. There's a lot of like-minded individuals out there who are looking for travel tips, and we're here to bring it to you. So tonight we're going to have three hosts who are here from our hometown, Chicago. Introduce you guys to uh, our OG host, Brian Sheeler. Yo, yo. We're going to introduce you to Dusty, the man, the smallmouth magic. <laughs> What's up, guys? And none other than Duke Westcamp, owner of Catch Boards. What's up, fellas? The king of hams. King of hams. <laughs> 
Guys, welcome to the show, and thank you for coming on. No problem, man. Happy to be Thanks here. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. Yeah. So let's start off with the uh, the normal questions. Are always we'll start with you, Brian. How long have you been fishing and kayaking? Uh, jeez. Um, I've been fishing since I was seven, so uh, like thirty-one years. Uh, but fishing out of a kayak. Uh, I think it's going on year three now. Cool. Dusty? Um, how long have I been, it was, is the question, how long have I been fishing out of a kayak? Uh, how long have you been fishing and how long have you been kayak fishing? Oh man. Yeah. I mean, fishing since I was just, I mean, since I could remember, I think some of my earliest memories of like looking at stuff and running around was like with a little pole or trying to get to the pier or something like that. So I've been fishing my whole life. Um, and kind of like you, Jason, out, out of out of a variety of, uh, of of platforms, like everything from like a Coleman Crawdaddy to a canoe. Uh, I owned um, a 16 foot John boat for several years, uh, and then kayaks. I'd say I, maybe five or six years. Started with a cheap sit-in, and then graduated to the Hobies that I'm in now. Nice. And Duke, how about yourself? I mean, I'm pretty similar to Dusty. I've been frozen on me. Yeah, yeah, I'm frozen on it. <laughs> I've, I've been uh, I've been fishing like more or less my whole life. I'm 40 and I've been fishing, you know, since I was five or six years old. But the the kayak thing is new within like the last you know 10 or 12 years, and I didn't even really know there was a competitive landscape until just like the last few years. So like that's the only the last few years have I been involved with the you know the competitive landscape of the sport. With with very minimal success, as as Dusty pointed out. In the, uh, green room. <laughs> but you know, and, and to your attribute, though, uh, you and everyone here within the podcast, um, you guys are a sponsor of the podcast, and Dusty's on your team for uh, catch board. Do you want to talk about catch a little bit? Oh, I mean, we've talked about catch a ton, man. It's, it's <laughs> you know, we're we're. Proud to be sponsors of, of Paddle and Finn, and it's a it's a great platform. We love what you guys are doing, and man, do your thing, man. We don't need a we don't need a plug. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, uh, quick round of question: Your PB uh, bass from a kayak, and Brian, we'll start with you. Uh, geez, I think it's twenty and three quarter smallmouth. I think. Okay. I don't know. Dusty. Uh, we're kind of cutting out. Are you asking a, about a big bass? Yeah, yes. biggest bass out of a kayak. What you, What was the question of the big the biggest bass I caught? Out of a yep. kayak. Out of a kayak, uh, twenty two inches. Oh no, it, I mean it might be slightly over, but documented twenty two inches. Cool, Duke. Large mouth. Uh, I mean. <laughs> Define document. <laughs> you got a photo to prove it. On the bump board or just a photo? Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, I don't know. I'm torn here. I'm torn here. I'm torn here. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to get crucified. We'll, we'll, we'll say 21 inches. 21 inches. Yeah. Cool. Uh, before I had uh, any type of catch or bump board, uh, when I first started kayak fishing, I had a 21 and three quarter from Lamont Corey uh, largemouth. So nice. 
uh, McKayak. And then the, my personal best um, out of the boat was a six pound out of Sweet Lake, Michigan. Nice. Nice. So, Very cool. All right, guys. Well, since we're talking about Chicago and this is a uh, fishing podcast, what are your, some, of, uh, some of your favorite bodies of water to fish around here? Brian, we'll start with you. Public bodies of water? Sure. <laughs> yeah, public, bro. <laughs> I'm coming from um, out of town, so you're, you're you're my guide. Um, just Illinois, or like just over the border as well? If it's within an hour or two, yeah. I mean, I I've spent a ton of time fishing on Lake Geneva, which is just over the border. Um, that's probably one of my favorite fisheries in the area. Um, you know, uh, if we're talking like power plant lakes, uh, which Illinois is known for, I'd say either St. Chris or Newton, um, are two of my favorites. Um, and then like close to home, um, my favorite public body of water is probably the Kishwaukee river for smallmouth. Awesome. Let's go with you, Dusty. Um, you know, I got a lot of, a lot of similar things to what Brian said. Uh, I mean, I, I, I fish Lake Geneva, uh, quite often. Um, in fact, this year, it's kind of neat because, uh, you know, with the Wisconsin DNR has changed its rules. You used to, used to have to wait till May to get on those waters like Lake Geneva. Uh, but now it's, it's April. So it's kind of a neat perspective being on there so early. Um, so Lake Geneva is certainly one, the Lake Delavan area I grew up in too. So that's certainly another one. Um, around Chicago, you know, it, it's funny because I have these conversations with people, um, especially when I'm talking to people who live in like the hotbeds of the bassing world, like in, the, in, in you know, or the, in the south, you know, some, somewhere in the country where it's, where it's much better and they have a lot of opportunities. Because in Chicago, it's just kind of a brutal thing. We have to sort of travel down to central or southern Illinois for some really good mm -hmm. bass waters. Um, but the elephant in the room is the lakefront, um, yes. Lake Michigan that I don't really target at all. I think, I, I think I've been on Lake Michigan in a kayak twice, um, without much success. I'd like to, I'd like to get to know that body of water a little bit better. Um, like you said, you caught, you caught some really nice ones at the Lamont quarries. Um, I've had some success over the, over the past couple of years at, at the Lamont quarries in terms of like something local, like within a half an hour, mm -hmm. um, the Fox River, the Fox River, I used to hit uh, quite often, and I've caught some really nice smallmouth uh, out of there from, like the Silver Springs area. I think it's Yorkville and Silver Springs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean there, I mean you know some some smaller spots. The list can go on, but uh, you know living in Chicago, I think everybody fishes the same waters, man. Real similar yeah. waters, yeah. and to to sort to sort of to sort of separate yourself from that pack. Um, you have to hit small bodies, maybe even from shore or maybe drag a small kayak into some, you know, more hidden stuff. And, you know, Google Earth and all that kind of stuff is invaluable for, for doing that. And there's guys that do it, you know, in the, in the local Facebook clubs, in the local yeah. chats, man. There's guys that, you know, seven pounds, eight pounds. And, you know, it's uh, something that they do, you know, from shore. Cool. And you know what? I'll, I'll hop on to what you said. Uh, one of the things that I... Uh, fish one of my favorite areas to fish is the lakefront uh so when i'm out there you know right now we're shut down it is 
there's no access to any of the Chicago right. lakefront yeah. uh, due to this pandemic. Right However, uh, when it is open, I like fishing the uh, area of the lakefront around Burnham Harbor and going up towards Navy Pier. I'm not too far away from uh, from the shore, but there's great spots out there for awesome smallmouth. Um, the the everlasting factor though is the wind. You have to it it has to be the perfect conditions. Otherwise, a change in wind could make a bad day out there, and the next thing you know, you're seeking uh, the break walls to take cover from the white caps that came out of nowhere. Um, yeah. Also, too, uh, my person, you know, there's a there's a stretch of river systems. You have mentioned one is the Fox. Um, I also personally like fishing the Desplaines River um, from the area of from Burr Ridge down to Romeoville. That area has a great stretch for smallmouth and northern pike. And then uh, one that gets overlooked for Illinois, but is the cleanest body of uh, river is the Kankakee River. And I usually fish from Wilmington all the way to the mouth of where the confluence of the displays meets up with it. So those, if anybody was coming here, those are my recommendations I would give to them, uh, especially if you're looking to catch an abundance of fish and to have fun while you're out there. There's other smaller places that can be hard to fish because they're very pressured. But if you're coming here, that's my recommendation I would give out. And Duke, what do you got, man? Um, I'll second the Desplaines River. I, I, uh, I fish a section like further North than you, maybe from like, uh, like call it Kenosha on down through Wheeling. Um, there's not a whole lot of good bass fish in there, but there's good bowfin and there's really solid pike in that, in that stretch of the river. Um, you, it, it's a river you gotta be like fairly careful with cause it can get a little bit sketchy. It looks a little oh, innocuous yeah. it looks real safe and, um, but there's like, there's some really gnarly spots on that river and, and, you know, you probably want to go with, you know, 12 foot boats a lot. Like you might want to go with a nine or 10 foot boat, kind of more like a river setup. Um, cause it is pretty, it, it can get skinny and, and kind of weird, but, um, up in that same area, you know, uh, Sterling Lake up in Wadsworth, I, I actually, I, I gave Dusty an invite to come out and do some rather unsuccessful musky fishing uh, this last Saturday. Um, that's a lake that I think that is like totally underrated. It's super accessible. Um, you know, good walleye. There's musky in the water. There's a really, really solid panfish population up there. Uh, gets overlooked a lot. Um, After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan, for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash waypoint. That's mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. I love Banner Marsh, man. I think that whole area <laughs> down there is, dude, that's an awesome area. 
Um, there's like superb musky fishing. There's superb bass fishing down there. Uh, pan fishing again, good cat fishing, like not monster cats, but like, you know, like solid, like put it in the frying pan kind of catfish fishing. And, um, you know, there's, you have to like look for them in Illinois. You have to work for your spots, you know, like, it, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely not the easiest state to fish, you know, and, and right across the way from Banner Marsh to, to end is like this, you know, the spring lake system over there, North and South spring lake. And, and those are both again, really fantastic musky fisheries and, and, and hold like some really superb bass. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. That was good insight guys. So now let's take it to the next step. So we went fishing for the day. We're back in Chicago in our respective areas and we'll count the suburbs on this one just because there's a lot out there. So now we're going to go around of picking out things to do off the water. We're going to start with restaurants. I want you guys to give me your top three restaurants and give me something off their menu you would recommend. Brian, we'll start with you. Oh, you're starting with me? You're the OG, uh, man. You're, you're, <laughs> I mean, um, if you want a, like a, a really nice, nice dinner, um, I'm I'm a huge fan of Texas Day Brazil, man, out there by Woodfield Mall, or they got one downtown again, I believe. Um, yeah. But it's like all you can eat meat, and it's like I don't know if you've never been to a Brazilian steakhouse, you definitely <laughs> have to go. Um, that's one of my faves. Um, I mean, dude, if you're looking for something quick and you're downtown Chicago, Gene and Jude's, I mean, that's a staple, right? And uh, and Portillo's. Portillo's. Oh, I mean, dude, you, whatever. Dude, you can't be in Chicago <laughs> and not go to Portillo's. I was gonna use Portillo's, man. You messing with my answer now? <laughs> you, you can't go I'll wrong give it with two answers. <laughs> Portillo's, Portillo's, uh, dude. It, either a Maxwell Street Polish or an Italian beef, one of the two. So. Oh yeah. 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 That that'd be my three. All right. Dusty, what are your three? Uh, three. Gosh, man. I mean, you got. I mean, you. you t- I think you took one of them, man. Portillo's. I mean, even though I try to, even though I try to stray from fast food, it's like that's that's like the reward. I mean, there's there's really nothing like more satisfying than like a juicy dipped beef yeah. with some with some hot jardinier and like you know, uh, some fries with some salt on them, man. That's really all I need, man. Some and some water, like a pop or something or a beer. It's really really tasty. Um, but are, are we talking, are we talking the best three local to here in Chicago? Anywhere, yeah. anywhere in the suburbs, Chicago, but, whatever. Okay. Uh, cause I was going to say, man, when, when I, when I fish like Geneva or Lake Delavan, there's this little place called Snug Harbor that has a, fr- yeah. a lot of places have Friday, yeah. Friday fish fries, but there's this one place that has, you know, fish fries real popular and they serve, uh, cod or walleye and their walleyes to die for man and that's kind of kind of a food related place that i associate with fishing definitely we try to go up there a couple times a year um around chicago um gosh you know you really put me on i mean first off chicago is a world-class destination for 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 foodies and for restaurants i mean (laughs) you 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 take your pick i mean there's tons of them um but uh i'm 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 pretty simple guy man i just like uh, i like a simple good good meal um 
there's it, it's it's not a it's not a specific uh, location, but it's more of a region where you have a lot of different options. Uh, I work I work in the town of Cicero. Um, it's not too far from Little Village, but but it's it's right right there on 22nd and Cermak. Um, there's just a ton of awesome taquerias and little little Mexican places that uh, know your name and recognize you and just the food the food's cheap. It's homemade, you know, like you know age old recipes, really good tacos. So. Um, I mean, that's kind of where I where I work. I, I'm always stopping there and getting tacos and eat. So I'd recommend, uh, you know, some some Mexican food from the 22nd area in Cicero. Um, nice. Yeah. Um, and uh, gosh, nothing's really coming to the top of my head, guys. Um, there is uh, a really good. Um, gosh, I can't think. What, what was that place, man? Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't think of the name right now. Kind of a, What's the name of that place you took us to up in Geneva, the the taco place? I uh, took you guys there. Yeah. Oh wait, wait, which one? It's got like uh, it's got like the slightly kind of like edgy name to it. Oh man, I think I know where you're talking about too. <laughs> He's not trying to give up his favorite no idea. Taco no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say it's well, south I mean, of, Gen- I mean, of Lake Geneva. When we, when, I mean, speaking of food, I mean, I'm always. Yeah, sorry, sorry guys. I'm, you got you guys are cutting out a lot. It's hard for me to hear. Yeah, I can hear. I can see and hear you, Dust. Oh, okay. Well, what 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 I was saying was that, like, speaking of food, uh, I try to avoid eating out, man. Uh, I prefer to like eat the food that I buy and from home. It's like much healthier. So I'm always like uh, like making little sandwiches and snacks and fruit and bags and like shoving stuff in the front hatch. That's pretty much where I'm where I'm eating. So uh, you know, I mean, when I go out to eat, it's usually like with friends or for dinner or something like with Maria and stuff like that. Cool. Duke, what do you have to add in? Um. All right. So here's here's my here's my locations. All right. I mentioned Sterling Lake and I mentioned the northern stretches of the Desplaines River. And the whole reason why I've even tolerated fishing, which can sometimes be difficult in those places, is Captain Porky's. So <laughs> it's up in Wadsworth, dude. If you haven't had it, uh, <laughs> that's can, such a Duke West Camp place. <laughs> Just tell by the name I sent of it. you. What yeah, tell him Duke sent you. Uh, Cause they're like, here's the, here's the down part. They haven't really figured out the delivery thing. So with the COVID outbreak, they've been broken down. So I got skunked in Wadsworth last weekend and I didn't get any Captain Porky's. Oh Oh, man. That's heartbreaking. I I was, I should have just gone to Geneva with, with Dusty here and I'd have had a fantastic day on the water. And instead I got skunked out on sterling and no barbecue but it's amazing <laughs> in season um captain another Porky, place man i want to try that man i have a taste it's amazing the all right yeah. so another place like if you're if you're working bussy woods and it's a little bit of a poke from bussy woods it's like 10 minutes capri deli in palatine yeah Just get, get the focaccia sandwich uh with the with the prosciutto just you need like a, you could get a quarter of one but if you just if you want like for like a whole day just get yourself a one of the whole like a, the whole capri deli focaccia sandwiches 
like it'll stay good in a cooler like all day it's like a it's like a like an entire day's worth of a meal it's amazing um where, and then, where is capri like what, what's it on it's like right at the uh, dundee in 12 yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah i know yep it's a little like hole over there. They do. They have. They got really good cannolis, but they're like. It's just the the prosciutto sandwich. The prosciutto stack. Like it's like <laughs> thick, man. It's like a thick like. You can't. And in the and it's a fresh prosciutto or it's a fresh focaccia bread sandwich. Like it's dude. It's it's just really good. Like you gotta have it to to, to appreciate it, man. Um, yeah. And then one of the other places is is up in Stoddard. Uh, just south of uh, Lacrosse, Stoddard, Wisconsin, the Thirsty Turtle Man. <laughs> Seriously, dude, I love the ladies at the Thirsty Turtle. They they they've always taken good care of us, man. It, it's like just good, affordable bar food, good people, man. And like that's like that's what this is all about, right? Like having a fun time when you're on the road. Oh yeah. If you go to the Thirsty Turtle and don't have a fun time, I will give you your money back, man. <laughs> All right, folks, you hear that? Keep holding him to his word. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Joan, that's awesome. Those are great recommendations. I'm oh, going to throw... Go ahead. I don't, you, know, you know what? I, I, do re, I do recall one place, actually, when, I, when I'm going through Richmond, Illinois, on the way to, like, Geneva or Delavan. In in Richmond, in Richmond, there's a uh, I think it's called Main Street Coffee Shop or something like that. It's a really old building. It's a really yep. cool shop. They used to have a piano in there. I'd go in there and jam on the piano while they made my espresso or whatever. But um, they 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 did a lot of remodeling and their their coffee and their drink their, their coffee and their drinks are like amazing. They got like really nice espresso machines and they have a really good coffee and, and all their food they make is like homemade. And out of this world, and and the things they bake, like their pastries and cinnamon rolls, they're insane. And uh, Maria loves them, and we always got to stop. Um, they open at 8 a.m. So the last few times I've been through Richmond, they, they they haven't been open because they'll they'll meet you they'll meet you out with like mask and gloves and like give you to go food. Um, oh, and then man. Kitty Corner to that place, Kitty Corner to that place is I forget the name, but it's a bratwurst house that specializes in homemade stuffed bratwurst. And I think I I had one with like Gruyere cheese and mushrooms and like uh, all types of stuff in it. It was dude, it was amazing. And I always meant to go back, but I never been back. So there's a really good bratwurst house right in the kitty corner to a really good coffee shop place there. So yeah, you're the exactly, that, in, uh, yeah. that's exactly what it's called. It's called the Brat House. Yeah, the Brat House. Yeah. It, yep. And, and Is that on twelve? It's right. Yeah, it's on twelve. Yeah. Going it's on right 12, before yeah. you hit uh, one seventy three. Yeah. Exactly. Got good beers on tap and stuff, so it's a decent place. Nice. Yeah. That rest that restaurant right that restaurant right down the hill, I forget what that's called, has a great fish fry too. It's right on the river there with the out the outdoor deck. It's got a great fish fry too. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking. Yep. Very cool, man. An Irish place. Yeah. <laughs> a little funny story kinda of going off the track, but it's in Richmond. Before um before I was kayak fishing, uh I like golfing. And we were, we were, me and a couple friends were out there just to go uh, hang out around Lake Geneva. But there's a golf course right on uh, the corner there of uh, 12 and 173. And we're like, all right, yeah, we'll play around. And we went to that Irish pub you had just mentioned. They opened at 10. So 
we got a uh, few drinks there because they didn't have a clubhouse and we we grow up like what is going what is this so there's two trailers there one is like their office the other one is like their like all their uh, maintenance facility we're like all right it was probably the most redneck golf course i ever played like the tree the the sign says you know hole seven's this way you walk you're like on the other side of the course on on hole uh 15 we're like this makes no sense the map had no had no uh no directions on it, so we just literally played whatever whatever hole we walked up to is what we played. I think that place is now closed down. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, you know what? I'll throw out what I have for uh, for each for for all, everyone listening. Uh, Chicago, we're big for pizza. Pizza's yeah. a big one. Everyone there, everyone. If you're coming here, you're gonna see Giordano's or go to Gino's East for deep distance and stuff pizza, which is awesome. Go ahead, go do it. But there's a little spot here on the south side of Chicago called Cipriani's. Cipriani's makes the best stuffed pizza you will ever have in your life. And I'll hold up just like Duke said. I will give you your money back if you don't like it either. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Yeah, Cipriani. I'll go try it for sure. 63rd Street, South Side of Chicago. <laughs> um, I had every I knew it was gonna come up. I had Portillo's down for their beef, but if you want a good Maxwell, there's a 24 hour. It's called uh, it's called Jimmy's, and it's it's technically on Union and Roosevelt, just south of Roosevelt in the UIC campus. You can see it from nine uh, yeah. Interstate 94. They have the best yep. Polish, uh, with the grilled onions on top and mustard. And like I said, they're going 24 hours a day, so that grill yeah. never turns off there. Nice. And then you and Dusty, you had met, you had mentioned the uh, the Mexican food on uh, Cermak and Cicero. That's awesome because yeah. I I don't think a lot of people know, but there is a huge huge um, scene for. Uh, Takieras here in here in Chicago, and there's so oh, many yeah. small mom and pop places that offer oh, just yeah. some of the best food you'll ever have in your life. Oh, even yeah. even oh, got, yeah. there's there's even uh there's even like street carts guys who push the street carts and make tacos off the street carts. Amen. Yeah, dude. Even so, out as far as the so, suburbs. Yeah. Even out oh, as yeah. far yeah. as the suburbs out here in East Dundee, there's taquerias like I've got like a dozen like awesome taquerias within five minutes of the shop, man. It's there's a huge Hispanic culture in, in Chicago. And yeah, like you can get some good ass tacos. You want to talk about barbecue in Dundee, man. There's that guy, I forget the name of it. He's got like an old caboose train car down there by the dairy queen, by the bike path. And, uh, in the summertime he does barbecue and he starts his stuff early in the morning. And once he's sold out, he closes down for the day. Um, I think it's I think it's Duke's barbecue. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, which is the one I like, and Keto. Get started today and get after your goals. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save 
We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 and use the code waypointpod50 to get 50% off. That's waypointpod50 at factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 to get 50% off. Actually, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's something like that, but he does it. Uh, he's got huge smokers out there, dude. If you haven't had that, as soon as he opens up this summer, man, you got to go down there. You'll thank me later. I'm telling you what. In East Dundee? Yeah, yeah. Right there by the river where the bike path goes along the Dairy Queen. Um, Fox River. And there's some good smallmouth in there, too. Yeah. Um, but um, it's it's right there. You just park. You'll see a train caboose right off the bike path right there. And there's picnic tables and stuff. And you could even call an order to go and bring it back to your office, man. Because it's probably five minutes from your office. I'm God. telling you what, man. I'm, I'm telling Sign me up, bro. Yeah. I'm telling <laughs> you right now. Sign me up. Yeah. Cool. Well, hey, just like with food, we need something to wash it down. Next thing we're gonna ask, I'm gonna ask you guys are, what are your favorite breweries here in in the Chicago land Chicago land area? Brewery or bar, or either or. Bar, bars are coming up, but we're gonna go with breweries because okay. there's one I need to mention. If you have not been to this brewery, you are missing out on a on a great time. Damn. So Brian, go ahead. Um, I don't know. Give man. me one. Um, I know Goose Island's downtown, right? Yeah, Goose uh, Island. There's I, actually I, a couple locations for Goose Island, but yeah. I like the 312s three one um, uh, by the kayak shop. Uh, Rocktown is Prairie Street. Um, yep. They got some really good beer and really good root beer that they brew themselves. Um, and the other one is in uh, Barrington, um, the Onion Pub, Pub and Grill. Dude, catch corporate headquarters was like two blocks from that place way back in the day, man. Yeah, we I I had a hand in uh, some of the hardwood flooring that's in that place. So um, you said it's called the Onion Onion Pub and Brewery. It's right off of uh, Route 14 and back in the industrial park. And there's like uh, they have a pretty slick patio in the summer. There's a big lake out there that. Fire and rescue uses for like diving rescues and stuff. Um, that's back there. It's an old like cool. gravel pit or something, I think. Nice. I, I'll definitely have to check that. Just the title alone and Duke's reaction, I'll definitely have to check that one out myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they. I think they usually have like 15, 16 beers on tap or something like that. Nice. Dusty, what do you got for uh, your favorite brewery? Whether it's big or, or microbrewery, what do you got? Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, it's, it's been like a decade since I used to go to the breweries out here in Chicago. I remember going, I mean, I think it's in, it's in Indiana though. The three Floyd's brewery, three Floyd's. Yeah. And they actually just started a distillery. They should be coming out soon with their uh, whiskey production. Yeah, no, man. Yeah. yeah, The three Floyd's man. I I definitely enjoyed that one. And of course, Goose Island back in the day, uh, I really liked. Um, but yeah, man, as far as Chicago ones, I, I, I don't really recall going to many of them of recently. Um, I know when we, when, I don't know, Brian, if you were there, you might've been there. I'm not quite sure. But when we fished the Madison trail event on the Madison chain, there's, there's a brewery 
right by that chain that was it was phenomenal. Every beer uh, I had was awesome. Their bluegills and their 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 dinner was their their food was so good. It's a giant brewery with tons of parking. Is it Asylum Gosh, Brewing? Asylum. Yes, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah. was up there. I was up there too when I when I hit uh, when we did Madison. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think that's what it is. It's a really big one. You can't miss it's, it when you drive by. It's giant, yeah. By the Dane County Airport, right? I, yes, I believe so. Yeah. I'll throw this one out here, uh, and this is gonna this is gonna crush Duke, but Pabst. If you go up the, up the road into Milwaukee, um, Pabst, uh, my cousin's brother-in-law. Uh, works for them and they took uh, right across the street from the head office um, they took an old church and turned it into a smaller batch brewery and they do a lot of testing there and stuff Um, they got live music on the weekends there uh, things like that so they offer a lot of like beers that you wouldn't necessarily put against Pabst Blue Ribbon aka PBR I know that's some of Ham's competition there but uh, yeah uh, it, it's a cool spot to go if you head up to Milwaukee. Cool. Duke, what do you got? I used to mess with some paps before they <laughs> sold to the Russians. <laughs> <laughs> I only mess with the red, white, and blue. <laughs> so, you know, I like my answer is I'll go anywhere they serve an ice-cold, tasty American lager known as Ham's. <laughs> land of the sky blue waters the olympic tavern <laughs> anywhere oh man <laughs> so for for those who have not been to chicago or, or those who don't know about it one of my favorite breweries you guys have to like there's no question to ask about it. you have to check out is lagunitas oh yeah it's, it's funny where it's set is kind of like behind a hospital next to a movie studio. But if you walk in there, it's like walking through the Wonka factory and it is set up just like that. They do tours and they have an awesome food menu. You literally, they open up their doors at noon and you walk out at like six or 7 PM and you're like, where did the day go? Because that's how much fun you have there. Nice. And their beers are awesome and they're obviously they're more of a bigger they're they're nationwide but they brew uh quite a bit of local uh to exclusively to that brewery so if you have not been to chicago definitely check out lagunitas if you live in chicago and you haven't been to lagunitas what are you waiting for get down there you're happy i haven't been there yeah you're not gonna regret it it's awesome yeah um another one if you're in the uh I guess it would be Logan Square, uh, Wicker Park area to check out, is Revolution Brewing. That's another fun one to go to. And then there's a bunch. If if you guys are into craft beers, uh, there's there's an app out there. Um, Anyhow, it it gives the location of all the microbreweries in Chicago, and there's over 100 within a 50-mile radius. So take your picks. Locally, to me, we have uh, Blue Nose, Buckle Down, Imperial Oak Brewing, and then literally a five-minute drive. It would be two minutes if there wasn't a set of train tracks that I had to go around. 
is Five Rabbits Brewing. Nice. So, all right. Um, you get, I, I can tell you get excited by the breweries, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I like That's beer and stick, I like man. whiskey. <laughs> and for those yeah, who... Yeah, nothing wrong with that, man. For those who have an acquired taste for whiskey, we do have a uh, micro distillery here in, in the Chicagoland area. Uh, it's called Quincy Street Distillery. It's in Riverside, Illinois, and it's it's somewhat it's set up to be a speakeasy. So uh, when you when you go there, you're gonna walk into a storefront, and the bar is hidden by the door, and it brings you to a storefront bar, and they brew their uh, they where, brew where? everything's uh, distilled there. Uh, we've been we've been there since they started because the fire department I work for uh, on the side. We were there when they were getting all their permits and everything together from their origins. So their stuff has aged over the last four to five years. Now they're in their seventh year of business. So, uh, and not only do they brew bourbons and whiskeys, they also brew vodkas, um, tonics, or I'm sorry, gins to go with uh, the tonic, and then uh, different craft cocktails there. Nice. What, where where is that? So it's in Riverside. Uh, it's on Quincy Street. Just uh, east of Long Common, if and you're from that area, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm like ten minutes from there. Yeah, definitely check it out. Um, the, yeah. uh, it, it's it's right by where that PNC Bank is, or uh, whatever they changed it to now. Okay. So. What's it called again? Quincy Street Distillery. Quincy Street Distillery. All right, cool. Cool. So we're going to move on to, I got bars. You guys have, uh, I, I know Brian, you already mentioned the onion. No, my, my favorite, uh, two Chicago bars. Um, yeah, I only got two, uh, right. Chicago blues and Kingston mines. It's, uh, it's on the North side. Uh, they're blues clubs. Yeah. Um, yeah. I used to hang out there quite a bit back in the day um but if you want to see some good live music and have some good stiff drinks um definitely one of those two places and they're right across the street from each other and uh if you're in town on the weekend i think on sundays you pay one cover and you get into both bars and you see three bands play which is pretty cool yeah cool dusty Jeez, man, bars. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm like thinking back to my degenerate days, man. I, can't even <laughs> I mean, I, that's man. what I went back to. Dude, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like weird stuff in the stalls and the urinals and stuff. What the hell? You, what the hell kind of memories are you dragging up? Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> What's this hole in the stall? Just, here? Just, you might want to keep the weird stuff you kidding, did in the stalls and the urinals <laughs> off the podcast, bro. Dusty. <laughs> Yacker. That guy's weird. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't even know if those, I don't even know if those bars have the same name for Christ's sake. I mean, I mean, uh, bar. I mean, it's funny that you say that, Brian. Kinks and Minds, because I used to go. I had a great time when I used to hang out there. That is a fun time. If you if you come to Chicago, that and you, you know, like the blues and stuff, it, yeah. it, it's a great scene. Kinks oh, and yeah. Minds definitely. Also, the Green Mill. I used to go to the Green Mill all the time and and, and check out a lot of jazz. 
and they, they make great cocktails, have great, uh, great drinks there too, up on the north side. Um, uh, but other than that, I mean, um, there's a couple, lo- I, I, I did a, uh, the town I live in, actually, it's funny, it's a good question. The town I live in, uh, Forest Park, is known uh, for its bar strip because the, uh, as, in a suburban setting, it's about 10 minutes west of the city, 15 minutes west of the city, the surrounding towns used to be dry. So yeah. they, they, you know, they didn't sell, they didn't sell liquor. So people would come to this town historically uh, for its strip of bars, notorious for it. And a lot of them were long-standing bars that didn't change names, like uh, you know, stereotypical Irish bars and stuff like Murphy's and O'Sullivan's. And uh, these are really cool old bars to hang out with. When 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 you're from the town, it can get kind of old. But lots of people flock to this area because Madison Street. The same street that extends into Chicago, you know, with the United Center on it and whatnot, um, holds these tr- these strip of bars. And you know, when I was a kid, uh, it was a lot of fun because you know you grow up with the, you know sisters and brothers and friends, and then you know they give you IDs when you're like 18 and 19, and you get in the bar, and you just can't wait till you're 21. And then you know, by the time you're 27 or 30, man, you don't want to be at those bars anymore, man. So. Uh, there was a there was a good strip of bars here in my hometown that were pretty notorious. If you ever get into Chicago and you want to visit Forest Park, there's some really cool old Irish bars you can go into and get and just get an awesome Guinness poured uh, from old school. You know, people that know what they're doing, and nice. uh, there's some some cool live music and some good restaurants and stuff too. So my hometown actually has a pretty cool strip of bars. I may or may not know the individual who owns a certain bar on that street. Uh, who may or may not be listening to the podcast when this comes out? So, <laughs> oh, they probably don't. Well, uh, what's what's the what's it start with? The bar, letter uh, S. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Is it an Irish so, an Irish name? Yep. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so he'll 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 know. We'll just keep yeah. him on the DL. Sorry, Cap. <laughs> so uh, awesome. Duke, your go-to bar. Oh, man. I don't even go to bars anymore. Uh, <laughs> not, not what locally. I heard. Oh, uh, no, no, not locally. Like, when I'm <laughs> on the road, I can have some road brews, man. Taking the local <laughs> culture. You know, it, it, it's incumbent upon me, you know, especially if we're video documenting these things, to go on the road and seek local culture. Uh, but, like, in Chicago, oh, I so rarely drink oh, yeah. it. Or man, um, there used to be this great little brewery in Lincolnshire called Flatlanders that I had yeah, I think still there. on the uh, on the bar stool at that place. I was like an OG over there. Um, other than that, like oh, there's like, well, it used to be called Harry's. Now it's uh, some shitty burger place in Arlington Heights, but we go there. <laughs> it's like uh oh, what is it called Cortland's garage sorry Cortland's garage <laughs> i guess we can sign them off the catch sponsorship yeah. uh email <laughs> list <laughs> but it used to be this really cool local bar before that now they sell hipster burgers <laughs> but they're not bad if you're in arlington heights and like get a pinch for some food Nice. Hey Duke, Duke, what was that the one we was that the one we went to where I met you in Vasilis? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, that I, I used to go to that place with my dad and my stepmom back in the day when it was a really cool local bar. What was the name of it? It was called Harry's, man. Yeah. Yeah, Harry's. Yeah. It was just yeah, like yeah, the most absolutely. awesome little That's local true. dump for like the longest time. It was awesome. It was like they had like that all that yeah. dive dive bar vibe, but like good food. Yeah. The, the owner <laughs> oh. Harry did he did uh, he did freaking uh state like he would do a, a trivia night it was a trivia night he'd do a yeah. trivia night like once a week until he was like in his late 90s man wow, wow. that's awesome it was just one of those like fun little local things but yeah now it's a Cortland's garage sorry yeah. Cortland. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know what that's and and there's no shame in it man this is the we're, we're pleasing everybody's appetites from everyone who likes to go to the upscale, like Kingston Mines and, and, and having stiff drinks like that, to the absolute dives. You know, uh, everyone fits in in between. So I was no going to throw I was going to throw another one out there. Uh, a friend of mine, he owns uh, Andy's Jazz Club. That's really like upscale. Like if you're in town with your wife or something and you want to yeah. get dinner and listen to some good jazz and then hopefully, you know get lucky later that evening man go to andy's <laughs> for sure you gotta close the deal go to andy's man <laughs> but they have Andy some world the deal for you. yeah they got some world-renowned uh, jazz musicians that that flock through there man um and it's it's a really cool uh spot it's been uh it's been featured on it was like chicago pd or chicago fd or whatever one of the tv shows or something they yeah. filmed a couple scenes in there and stuff like that um but they got awesome food and uh great music too man sweet i'll give you i'll give you guys at minimum two maybe a third will come to mind the one i will tell people to go to and it's not for the faint of heart you you gotta have some skin when you go here is kumas kumas is awesome if you're uh if you can hold off on the death metal and metal that plays in there, their drinks that they, especially uh, their handcrafted cocktails, are freaking amazing. What's wrong uh, with death metal, bro? Oh, dude, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with it. That's why I blocked there. <laughs> uh, dude, the last time, the last time I went to Kuma's, I got violently ill. I mean, I don't know if it was. Yeah, like, I was there, bro. I was there. <laughs> 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 I, woke up, I, I thought I had to go to the hospital, man. It was like 3 or 4 a.m. I thought I had to go to the hospital, man. Oh, <laughs> but they, they do have, they do have, it's a cool place, man. You should, that, that is a really cool place. They have great burgers, and yeah, the drinks oh, are yeah. good, man. And then uh, another place that I would definitely recommend. Now, there's a, there's from north to south, from the lakefront all the way uh, west. But if you're going to hang out on the lakefront, uh, there's an awesome bar. It's at Mont- so it's at Montrose Park, and it's called Docks. It's seasonal, but it's one of three lakefront bars uh, that are there. And they have every Wednesday they have live reggae playing while you're sitting on the beach having a cocktail. That's, nice. You don't find that in Chicago. That I mean that if you, when you do, that's the only place you're gonna find it at. And the last dive bar I would tell people to go to in Chicago if they were looking uh, would definitely be uh, Joe's on Weed. That's a fun place to go. It's huge for for sports. Uh, they are uh, they are one of Chicago's sports bars, so they recognize you know as a 
Bears bar or Blackhawks bar, and I want to say they're par- they're they're biased to Indiana University, so all, all Indiana games are there. But uh, those are my three for people to check out. Plus, uh, they get some good bands coming through. Uh, once all this is over, you know, with this COVID, uh, we can't wait to get back out there. So, nice, man. All right. well, like I said, everything from from you know upscale to diaries of dives. You know, that's uh, that's what, what it's all about. But now let's say I'm coming here. I'm coming here with my family, right? And I want to take my wife and kids out. Give me one or two things you would do as family fun here in Chicago or that you, you guys like to do, even if it's like a first date scenario. Whatever comes to mind. Brian. First date scenario or bring your family? That's a vastly different <laughs> set of words. <laughs> The, the right. first impression is always the best impression, right? You're just gonna lay the, you gotta just lay the ground rules here. The golden, the, 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 yeah. All right. I mean, I mean, Chicago, man. It's like uh, the staples, Navy Pier or Millennium, yeah. Millennial Park or whatever it is. I mean, anything on Park. the uh, Millennium Park. I'm not sure. I don't get downtown very often. Schiller's think- taking him to the Bean. I think any, I don't think I mean I think anything on on the lakefront or downtown I mean is is I mean it's just a sight to see man if you've if you've never been to the big city um it's just cool to see it and especially at nighttime you know um something different Sweet Dusty yeah, man, uh, it's it's so funny, man. I mean, I mean, nor- normally, I mean, I, I pretty much speak my own mind, but every question you've asked that Brian answers, like fishing spots and restaurants, and I <laughs> hey, mean, you know, our our, our lake our lakefront is, is truly is truly, yeah, our, our lakefront is truly a prize, and I think it draws people from around the world. Uh, it's renowned in historic architecture. You know, the history behind, uh, you know, the um, mo- like the Millennium Park area and the Grant Park area. Uh, and like how that's not been developed, the history behind that, like the champions behind that not being developed is a fun, is, is an awesome story. Um, you can find it on some really cool Chicago documentaries and PBS specials and stuff. Uh, people fought long and hard so that that, that area um, wouldn't be developed like along the lakefront there. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it's a really cool place to check out, you know, like the places that you yep. mentioned. Also, um, one of the... You know, as as I age and as I get older, I mean, it, it, I, I, I'm unabashedly not a fan of the big city. I mean, I have to move. I have to get out of Illinois. It's no good for me. I want to get to a different place that's cheaper, easier, less stressful, less crowded. But growing up in Chicago and living here, it, it's undeniable how much of a world-class city it is with respect to restaurants and things like that. But one of the really neat things about Chicago is its museums. Yeah, it's got yes. awesome museums that I never tire of that I really haven't been yeah. to that, that I haven't been to in a couple of years that I used to go to all the time when we were kids, because it seemed like back then they were free or cheap because my mom, you know, who was broke, took me and my sister all the time. And she, she didn't have like any passes or anything like that. But I believe there are still days where it's discounted or free and you yeah. have museums like um, like like wor- world world famous museums like the Field Museum, the Planetarium, the Shedd Aquarium, um, science the, and the Museum of Science, science and Industry, industry that a lot of my a lot, lot of my yeah a lot of my childhood childhood memories are are from. 
So I would really recommend a day checking out the art museum right downtown and maybe the field museum that's not too far from it to uh, get a taste of some of, of some cool Chicago architecture, some renowned museums, and of course some renowned art and exhibits too. So. Amen. Cool. Duke. Um, well, one of the things that I've started doing since I had a family is uh, the Brookfield Zoo. My wife gets a you know a, a year-long pass there, and we take our kids there all the time. Um, it's it can be a fun, expensive afternoon but it's uh <laughs> it definitely keeps the little ones uh entertained um man putting me on the spot with this and i heard two people answer it before me and take all the same spot that i would have taken thanks for putting me last in the queue bro <laughs> <laughs> damn <laughs> Sorry, you got you got to yeah, give I me mean, give me some uh, leeway here. It's my first podcast. No, no, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna break balls. That's what I do. But no, no, I mean like the a lot of the lake fun opportunities. I mean we're all anglers, so like you know the natural inclination for us is to think you know straight away to the to the lakefront opportunities, which are 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 awesome. You know if if you've never experienced the Great Lakes region. Um, I, I used to live down in Myrtle Beach, and one of my buddies like, well, what's it like when you when you look at, like, from the beach of, like, Lake Michigan? And I'm like, dude, it's like the ocean, man. When you're on the beach, like, you don't see any other side. I'm like, it's a <laughs> yeah. huge body yeah. of water. I'm like, it's a big ocean in the middle of in the middle of the United States, and, and, and it's, it's beautiful, man. There's sailing opportunities. There's fishing opportunities. There's all sorts of paddling opportunities out there. You know, right now there's a, a huge, uh, there's a huge resource of, you know, salmon, you know, coho salmon and brown trout that are being caught like just a little bit north of where we're at, which is an amazing angling opportunity if, if, if that's what's like, you know, kind of driving you to the area. Um, but, you know, I, I'll be honest, it caught me off guard because I'm in the same position that Dusty's in. Like I'm itching to get out of the city or further away from the city and but there i mean that's not to say there's not a ton of culture and opportunities available in the city it's just to say um i'm in the same boat where i'm i'm looking to get out of this out of this place man it's it's like i always say it's nice to visit but not nice to live there (laughs) you know what i mean You're, you're like an hour and a half i know that's hey i keep moving further and further west bro You know, it's funny. I I have I, I can't move out of my my job. Uh, I had to have home residency here in Chicago, so I have now twenty six more years to go uh, till I can retire and collect and collect the pension. But uh, you know, I I feel the same way. You know, I I do want to go to a different state, but knowing that I'm here and, and the what my job offers to me is is second to none. So you know, I I'm very thankful for that. Being that I grew up here most of the time, uh, you know, for majority of my life, there's one thing that I, if I had to tell people one place to go and check out, it really didn't happen until I was in my 20s. But the sky deck uh, on the Sears Tower. Yeah. You, one, you gotta get over your fear of heights, and two, you're gonna get your breath taken away, especially on a good clear day. How far you can see from up there, it's. It's unique. It's one of a kind. 
And if you were, if you had to choose one thing to do for a day, I would definitely do that. Um, because a lot of what you guys have said is what I was going to say too, especially the museums. But uh, I, I think people overlook the sky deck, but if you have the opportunity to do that, by all means. And then, you know, there's, other, there's other things out there. Family fun wise, um, baseball fans, we have two uh, baseball stadiums here. We have guaranteed rates. I still call it Comiskey park and uh, Wrigley field. I don't know who's uh, Cubs fans, but uh, there's different references for that. But uh, yeah, both are great stadiums to catch a ball game at. And then if you're into football, legendary soldier field, uh, that place is, if you've never been there, it's a much, it's a monstrosity and it's awesome to see. It's huge. Um, so yeah, definitely come, come down, check it out, uh, check out those with the family. So what we're going to be, so we're at 57 minutes. We're going to do a, a message you guys. So I'm going to pick Duke. We're gonna no, do why game, you gotta pick uh, me first? No, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I need to hear. I, I need to hear. You, I think you're gonna do it in reverse order now? I'm gonna get a warm up here. I'm just looking out for you, man. So we're gonna do a game of true confessions. All right, this is gonna be unique to my show now. So what I want to do to close this out is have this little game. True confessions is. We're going to pick somebody, one of the guests or the host, you know, we'll go with it uh, as the podcast goes along. But you're going to tell us a story. All right. So, Duke, my man. So you're going to tell us a story. <laughs> and then the three of us are either going to call your bluff or we're going to tell that you're telling the truth. Only you will know and you will reveal after we answer uh, answer what we think it is. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, so, in like 2013, I made the brave decision of... Uh, having a McDonald's breakfast with my uh, fishing partner at the time, Scooter, Scott Schaefer. And we were out on a unnamed body of water. And I wasn't able to get to the washroom in time. And I invented the aqua dump, meaning I turned around, I pulled my drive from my Hobie, I I turned around, grabbed the seat handles with both hands, and I did the first ever aqua dump. It's got to be true. That has got to be true. And I I will see this record. I'm going to say it happened in like 2013 sometime, like April of 2013. I'll see the record to anybody who's got proper claims to it, but... (laughs) Oh man! If you didn't turn around and grab the handles, like the, the seat, like that's the real way to do it. That's the Duke West Camp way to do it. If, it which this is, is this is sounding run. this is sounding like a great story. I call bullshit. True. It's true. It's got to be true. true. It's so oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. 
Awesome. Well, guys, I want to, before we end this, number oh, one, I, I want to give. I don't get a story? Oh, I thought we were all oh, getting a story. Oh, that's just got a story. Okay, fine. Fine. Everyone can do Let's go. Let's continue on. Who wants Dusty that? Dusty? All right. All right, man. Well, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, my dad passed away, uh, you know, like, I don't know, five or six years ago. But, uh, dude, the guy was a character, man. <laughs> I mean, to say the least, uh, if you, <laughs> he was a total character. Anyways, me and my sister, we, I mean, you know, when we were growing up, we didn't have a lot of money. I mean, we, we weren't like dirt poor or anything like that, but we, we certainly didn't have a lot of money. And <clears throat> as you guys pro- will probably remember, I mean, and, and now definitely on TV growing up, when you saw like a Disneyland commercial or saw like a Disney World commercial, I mean, you flipped out. I mean, I, like I would do anything to like go there. I mean, like the once a year Great America trips, you know, were like, you know, epic, epic memories for me. So like Disneyland or Disney World, I mean, even though me, my sister and I knew it was like out of the question, we would still like bug my mom, bug my mom. And then she'd be like, go ask your dad. And then we'd, we'd, we'd be like silent because we didn't really want to ask him. But we eventually did, and we started bugging him. And uh, I think one day we asked him, hey, Dad, when are you going to take us to Disney World? When are you going to take us to Disney World? He's like, you know what? Why don't you guys pack a suitcase? Because I've been, I, 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 I've been keeping this from you, and I, and I really want to take you to Disney World because I know you guys have been asking. And we didn't believe him. But he told us he, told us we, he, he was serious. He's like, pack your bags. We're going to go. And we didn't really know what to think. So I like threw like socks in, in like a in like a jewel bag. I threw like socks, a swimming trunk, and like two <laughs> t-shirts that were in my drawer in a plastic jewel bag. And my sister, who was older, like wasn't like telling me that this wasn't gonna happen. So I believed it. She packed like a bag. She had like this Jordash bag, you know, the Jordash jeans bag, and she like put like her stuff in there. And in like in two hours, we literally had these things and my dad was ready and he's like, all right, let's get in the car. And it was like nighttime. It was like a weekday. So he gets us in the car and my mom wasn't there. It was just us. He's like, he's like, I'm going to take you guys. It's a long drive. So we'll stop and we'll get food and stuff. So we kind of got excited. So he drives like 10 minutes away to the west side of Chicago to, to the burnt down projects. And he says... And he goes, he goes, kids, Disney World burnt down. We're not going. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? I was traumatized. We drive 10 minutes back. He's like, he's like, there's a fine line between what you want and what you'll really have. <laughs> that, that was it, man. That's my dad. Oh, man. I don't man. know if you not, man. That, <laughs> that's true. That is, that's a true lesson you take with you. Absolutely I'm calling shenanigans. Not. Absolutely I was, not. Yeah, I was calling shenanigans, dude. What kind of degenerate do you think my dad was? Man? <laughs> <laughs> he, he, I, he, he was, he was a master, man, but he wouldn't do that kind of stuff. Oh, man. He, oh, he did. Man. He did leave us on an island up in the Hayward area, like on purpose as a prank with my uncle, who stayed on the island. We didn't know it, and it was at night. He took us to the island, 
got us all off the boat and then took off. When my uncle was on the island making funny noises with bottles and chains, scaring the absolute bejesus out of us. That's a true, that's a true story. And he got into he got into big trouble with my mom and my aunts and all the other like adults. They're like, that's crossing the line, man. <laughs> so the project story could actually have been a real one, man. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Funny. Oh, man. All right, Brian. Uh, I'll, I, I'm tying this one in with, uh, with uh, my, my favorite bar in Chicago. Uh, we used to frequent it quite often, and uh, me and my buddy rode our motorcycles down there like we usually did. And uh, it was late night. We're on the way home. Uh, just got past the uh, displays toll there and pulled over. Um, I had to uh, do a little roadside peeing. And uh, my buddy's standing there on the side of the road. I kind of went over the guardrail, whatever, and uh, went to take, uh, you know, relieve the number one. And uh, this car goes through the toll and honks at us. And my buddy's like, do you think that was a chick? I'm like, bro, it's two o'clock in the morning. We're two guys on motorcycles on the side of the road. What do you think? And he's like, I'll be back or come find me. And he takes off on his Harley. So I'm like, whatever, I'll find you. Um, get back on my bike, cruising down the road. We get up to, uh, the displays Oasis, which isn't there anymore. Um, and sure enough, dude, I see a car, my buddy's Harley parked behind it in like, his two legs hanging out of the passenger side window. He caught up to the car. It was a chick, got her pulled over, got her number, and uh, ended up uh, going out with her a week later. Nah, nah, not nah. buying it. 100% nope. true. Yeah, she, was, she, was, she was an exotic dancer as well. You tell me it's Jay Randall, I'll believe it. No, it wasn't Jay Rand. It was my buddy Billy Mitchell. Billy Mitchell. One hundred percent true. Yeah, I'd believe it. It was Jay Randall. I'm calling shenanigans. <laughs> Jay Randall's not that cool. <laughs> That's a great hashtag. <laughs> Very cool, man. All right. Well, I'm not going to leave everybody out. I'll, I'll throw mine out there. <laughs> so it was 20, yeah, 2017. Uh, I had just gone on a road trip, uh, or I was in on a road trip. We rented an RV, and we went out west to the Grand Tetons and Yosemite. I'm sorry, um, Yellowstone. So we're out, we're out there. It's me and three of the guys who I've known since I was a teenager. And we're all in the fire department now together. So while we're out there, we uh, we meet uh, these two chicks, and they're from Canada. All right, cool. You know, from the uh, area. Yeah, and so they, so we're all like, I don't know. You you go talk to her. No, you go talk to her. And they come up to us and like, hey, what's going on, guys? And you know, we're just like, oh, yeah, we're just hanging out, blah, blah, blah. 
So one thing turns to another, and it goes, uh, goes, hey, do you guys, uh, do you guys want to go party later on? And like, sure, why not? So who doesn't like partying? Right. So <laughs> with the RV, we wound up we're staying in the same campground. So it's about nine, ten o'clock. They come over, and next thing you know, uh, you know, we're starting to drink. We're playing games, and we're passing around bottles. And I just lost track of time of what was going on. And so I, I had to go out and relieve myself as well. And as I'm relieving myself, I kind of don't realize where I'm at. Well, I'm standing there pissing. And here comes an old man out this trailer door. I thought I was standing in front of my our, our trailer. Wands up, I'm peeing on this guy's trailer. And he's starting to come at me. And I start taking off running and ba- backing off. I'm like, you know what? Screw you, old man. And I start charging towards the trailer. And then I trip over my pants. And I fell flat on my face and knocked myself out. I had to have my buddies drag me back into the camper. That's got to be true. I want to say that's true. (laughs) I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. (laughs) (laughs) So it is actually false. There's a twist in that story. Wow! (laughs) There's a twist in that story, but yes. Something similar but not extreme had happened, and we'll we'll leave it at that because I can incriminate uh, somebody <laughs> if they're listening right now. <laughs> nice. So nice. All right. Well, we got one last thing to talk about before we close this out. Pal and Finn, we're doing our March Madness brackets. Duke, Dusty, who do you guys got taking it? Susie Roloff and a story. Boom. Well, Susie. Heard. Suck right. it, Schiller. You're getting taken down. Hey, if I'm going to lose to anybody, I'll lose to Susie any day. Yeah, I think, you know, we'll catch family strong here. So we're going to take uh, Roloff and uh, we'll see what happens. I like roll it. Off, roll off. All right. Roll off, roll off by total domination. Roll off all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Awesome. That's the paddle and fin bracket, right? Yeah, the man. Yep. Yeah. To the listeners out there, if you guys have not done your brackets yet, go online to the paddle and fin uh, on our Facebook, and we have a video up, and you can fill out your brackets. Send it to paddleandfin at gmail.com by April 20th. You have a chance of winning over three grand in prizes. So By 420, bro. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> that stoner community. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. We all laugh like a Got- bunch of idiots. <laughs> You guys got uh we'll start we'll start with uh you Brian. You got any sponsors you wanna give a shout out to? Oh man. Uh, everybody knows my stuff. Uh all right. Jackson Kayaks, TRC covers, Wicked Weights, Rocktown Adventures. Cool. 
Dusty? Dude, there's one true sponsor in my life, and, and you're hearing them right now, man. That's Catch Products, dude. Seriously, man, it's not because he's right here or whatever. I mean, it really means a lot to me. I think there's some really cool stuff on the horizon, man. And, uh, you know, of course, catches. We're talking about sponsors here. Did they get the question wrong? You guys are laughing at me. No. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, I mean, Duke and Catch and the whole family that he's put together is really cool. And I look forward to uh, taking the ride from them. Um, while, while he's here, though, I'd like to, the opportunity to thank him personally for um, uh, setting things up and putting things in motion for this Saturday's Five Live. Um, I don't know if the listeners have really know about that or have heard about that. Um, will, will this be broadcast in time for that, for, for them to get a heads up on that? Yeah, it'll go up Saturday morning. So What time? Uh, everything posts at 2 a.m. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I mean, then, I mean, depending on the listeners, I mean, you might yeah. be able to catch the five, the uh, five live, which is five anglers competing against each other from lakes of their choosing around the Midwest. Uh, it'll be hosted by Scott Butcher on the kayak bass fishing page. Uh, it's from um, 9 to 12 Eastern and 8 to 11 Central. So if you want to tune in and check that out, it should be a lot of fun. I'll be I'll be competing against four other guys for a thousand dollars cash on some prizes. And Duke uh, Duke put up the uh, sponsorship for that and put those things in motion. So I'm super grateful for that. That's a great opportunity and sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, and of course, Hobie Fishing, uh, who who and Quest Water Sports, who uh, believe in me and give me a really great platform to fish from. Heck yeah, man! Awesome. Duke, you got anybody you want to shout out to? Shout out to Catch Products, makers of the best goddamn bump boards. Goddamn. <laughs> Them goddamn um, bump boards. Uh, dude, shout out to my buddy uh, Denny Ramiro from On the Water Innovations. That's the trailer that I roll down the road. I believe in it. And if you're looking for, you're traveling a lot and you're looking for a good kayak trail, that's where to go. Uh, Stormy from Dakota Lithium. Uh, all of our shoots are powered by Dakota Lithium, man, and uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. It's a great, uh, great business to be working with, um, and we have a great relationship with them as well. And yeah, and then myself, I'd like to thank myself because I'm awesome and I make all this possible. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, guys. Well, hey. That's going to close out this first episode of Off the Water. Thank you, guys. You guys have been awesome, awesome, awesome guests. And you guys are hearing it first. If you're coming to Chicago, anything that's said on here, we're holding it to ourselves. At least me and Duke are. So check it out while you're here in Chicago. Until next time, I'll see you off the water. Bye.